Welcome to the Two Cities Podcast. I'm John Anthony Dunn, and today we're talking about sports during the coronavirus outbreak. Of course, many of the major sports associations have postponed their seasons or canceled major sporting events. Various things like the Olympics are completely up in the air at the moment, and so there's a lot of turmoil in the sporting world. And so I decided that it would be a good opportunity to chat with my little brother, Jacob Dunn, from Colorado, who runs a, or co-runs a fantasy basketball podcast called Take a Ride. And I thought it would be a great opportunity to chat about what's going on in the sports world at the, at the moment. How's it going, Jacob? It's going well, John. Thanks for having me on. I'm super bummed about all of all of the suspension of all of the sports because like you said, I run a fantasy basketball podcast and I also write for a fantasy baseball site and fantasy basketball site. So there's not much content out there. So so these are definitely tough times. Right. I mean, so when, when all these suspensions and, and, and postponements and cancellations and everything, when all of that happened, where was the season at in terms of fantasy basketball? I believe the playoffs were about to start. Is that right? Yes. Yeah, so for fantasy basketball, there was probably about three weeks left inside the fantasy basketball season. And I think the NBA had about three to four weeks left itself. So we were a lot of my fantasy leagues were already in our playoffs or just about to start the playoffs. And then it got suspended. So it's funny. We have a lot of questions being like, should we cancel the league? Should we divvy out, you know, like the payment just in case you are in a money league? Like they want to get advice on like if they should just end it and divvy it out evenly or if they should just wait. And it's very and it's a very tough call right now. Yeah. So is that kind of decided league by league or are there certain companies that have made decisions? I mean, I, I, how does that even work? It definitely depends on the commissioner of your league. There are some leagues that are run by, let's say, Yahoo and ESPN who have your money and are not going to allocate that money until like the season is for sure canceled. So those leagues just have to wait and sit. But there are some leagues that are run by people who take your money and distribute out later and they vote as a league and see if they just want to divvy it out to like, let's say the playoff teams instead of just like the top three teams. Yeah, that sounds very hectic. Wow. So right. with, with fantasy baseball, then obviously there's a much better chance that there will be some baseball as opposed to no baseball are teams and leagues created already and they're just sort of waiting or are there some leagues that have not even started yet so they're just gonna you know wait to pop up whenever if ever baseball starts up yeah so there is actually a lot of leagues that have already been drafted and set you know like they Mm -hmm. do this thing called a slow draft where you aren't timed per se, or you have like four hours to make your pick to help those who have a job and you can get the best team possible that way. So there are a lot of teams that were already set. There are some teams that haven't drafted yet and postponed their draft, but this suspension has made it extremely just uncharted territory has Mm -hmm. made it tough to be like, should we postpone our draft? Should we just draft to have people do something since most people are just bored at home, you know? Right. I guess with some of those, uh, what do you call them, dynasty leagues or legacy mm-hmm. leagues, mm-hmm. where 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 you, it's not about the individual season as much as it is the kind of long game of multiple seasons. Uh, I guess in those instances, there isn't as much of a worry. Is that 
Is that correct? That's correct. Yes. So in a dynasty league, yeah, you take a long-term approach where like this could last, you know, like 20 plus years. So yes, each, each year is its own season. So we are facing the same difficulties as a redraft league, as we call them, you know, Mm -hmm. like every year, year by year league, but you still keep those players and you take them to the next year. So they aren't as affected by it. Yeah, this whole world of fantasy sports, I just imagine being uh, hit pretty hard, especially in in certain leagues. You know, maybe the NFL won't experience it, especially mm-hmm. if the whole coronavirus thing comes and goes by by summertime. I mean, who knows? But I mean, it's interesting. The NFL has really been the league with all of the stories at the moment. You know, I'm thinking, mm-hmm. I'm thinking, what does ESPN have to like? talk about these days you know mm-hmm. like what is Stephen a smith up to you know what's colin coward talking about what's bill simmons doing you know because i actually don't know i don't have cable so i'm not mm-hmm. actually i'm not actually sure but i've been wondering like what do these sports media outlets what do they do right now and it seems like all of the splashes are the nfl i mean uh mm-hmm. tom, tom brady's recent decision i mean i have so many questions about that the nfl draft is coming up of course you and I were talking about going to the draft because it was going to be in Las Vegas, which is our home. And, you know, we were we were planning on that. And uh, that's that's an unfortunate situation there. Since since uh, since it's not going to be held in Vegas, they're just going to do it um, in like a studio setting. And like oh. it's going to cut to, you know, like it's going to cut to the team's headquarters as they oh, make their picks. Wow. 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 Yeah. So. It's a it's a huge bummer because as you said, you and I were planning on going out there. We were planning on, you know, like being one of those people in, you know, you know, in the crowd. But now there is there is no possibility of that. And now we're going to have to revert back to the days where it was televised. But it's really like you just see these guys on the phone. Right. Making calls, which I mean, I'm sure they'll still have views because us as a nation are desperate for sports, but it's going to be a little lame in my opinion. Yeah. Oh gosh. Well, that's a bummer, but uh, the draft is still, you know, making headlines. It's interesting. I mean, the NFL has not really missed a beat in that, uh, in that sense. I mean, Mm -hmm. uh, is that what most of these sports media outlets are talking about these days? You hit it right on the head. You know, it's funny without daily sports content, there's nothing for the media giants, ESPN, SportsCenter and Fox Sports to go off of. So yeah. what you're seeing a lot are replays and past sports highlights. Oh, you know? interesting. Yeah. 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 Like they just like bring up and say like, oh, you remember this player in college? Like, oh, let's check. Like, you know, like Allen Iverson in 1995 was a problem. You know, like mm. they're just they're just really trying to hype up the past because they don't have any fresh content to go off of. Right, right. So as you said, NFL free agent signing is huge amongst Twitter, amongst Facebook, amongst radio, amongst just ESPN, because that's all they have to go off of. So it's a very tough time for sports, that's for sure. So what are people saying about Tom Brady, for example? I mean, I heard the news. I was just scrolling through Instagram. Like I said, I don't have I don't have cable, so I don't hear these mm-hmm. stories. And I just see Tom Brady in, in a Tampa Bay jersey. And I'm like, <laughs> what in the world? One of the last possible destinations that I would have you know, <laughs> chosen for him. What's the story there? You know, there isn't a real rhyme or reason why he did that. It, 
it's head scratching to the whole sports world. You know, mm-hmm. after spending 20 years with the Patriots winning six Super Bowls, it's like, why would you leave after mm-hmm. such an illustrious career? I mean, he's not ending his career, but he's almost 43 years old. The Bucks signed him to a two year contract. So he'll wow. be playing until he's conceivably 45, which is insane. Wow. So, yeah, at least. In the fantasy world, there's a lot of optimism for the wide receivers that surround him, you know, like, and like, oh, sure. There's a lot of free agents who have said, I will take less money to go to Tampa Bay to play, wow. to play with Tom Brady. So he does carry that name value for players to be willing to take a pay cut to join him. Wow. And did An- Antonio Brown end up at Tampa Bay? <laughs> you know, it's funny. One of Tom Brady's you know, as he was signing, he wanted two things. He wanted, he wanted the numbers to all of his teammates so that he can call them and talk to him. And then he also wanted to bring over Antonio Brown, but not even the great Tom Brady can wield his powers to get Antonio Brown back in the league. Just Antonio Brown is facing way too many charges and not even the Bucks GM would relent on that. So I don't see Antonio Brown personally coming back into the league anytime soon. Well, that that was my thought when I first heard the rumors about Antonio Brown. I, I just thought, well, surely he's going to be ostracized by the NFL. It's just surprising to to think that uh, Tom Brady would a want to play with with Antonio Brown, and then and then b that any team would sign him. So I thought that was kind of an interesting aspect to that that whole mm-hmm. story. I heard a, a suggestion that maybe what ESPN, for example, and these other uh, major media outlets should move towards is esports. Have you seen any esports on any of these media outlets? <laughs> so, do you mean like like Madden tournaments? Yeah, like Madden tournaments. Okay, so what I've seen ESPN try to do. Um, they try to joke about ESPN 8, The Ocho, which is a reference to an old movie called Dodgeball. Yeah, The Ocho, right. Right, right. So what they're doing is that they're showing old highlights, but they're also showing highlights of like marble tournaments, uh, like Mm. those, uh, what do you call like those like belly flop challenges? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and also a lot of bowling. So it's just... uh, Okay. It's just like a myriad of uh, less popular sports being hyped up so mm-hmm. that we can have something to watch. <laughs> right, right. Oh, that's that's hilarious. How about perhaps the saddest news in all of sports suspensions? The XFL. We didn't get to see a champion. <laughs> we didn't get to see an XFL champion. Oh, my goodness. Um, I'm sure you say that sarcastically there. But uh, <laughs> the XFL was actually a decent story. You know, like, yeah, they really tried to capitalize on the NFL ratings going down a little bit. And they're like, let's just start up this league. And it was actually doing well. It had some legs and, you know, it had some it had some okay players who were projected to be signed by NFL teams after the season. So, you know, you know, it's funny, but it's just like, yeah, like when the XFL was canceled, it wasn't surprising. But it's also it did better than what I thought, you know, as far as popularity goes. 
Yeah. And it certainly did better than the first time around because, of course, the first time around it was much more gimmicky. Right. Now, have you heard anything about, um, with like the NBA, for example, and the NHL, uh, you know, leagues that were towards the end of their season? Have you heard anything about possibly doing a kind of uh, play in for a playoff, like canceling the season, but, you know, you know, maybe taking the last couple of uh, seeds, uh, like the eight, nine, ten, maybe the seven, eight, nine, ten, or something like that, and have them kind of play for the the final two spots of the playoffs. Or, you know, have you have you heard any kind of innovative um, discussions about how to have some kind of a playoff if if play is able to resume without? of course, trying to fit in the schedule of games that were remaining, because that seems impossible, I would, I would guess. Um, have you heard anything about innovative ways to move forward? Right. I actually have not, but I have heard that the NBA might just go straight into the playoffs. Now, I assume that they'll have to shorten each series because you know that yeah, right. you know, it's the best out of seven Mm -hmm. Uh, And there's no way they can play seven games a series. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I, I do see them doing something creative. Now that's a great question, John. I, I am not sure. And I haven't heard of anything innovative because all Adam Silver, who is the commissioner of the NBA, all he has said is that they are doing everything they possibly can for the season not to be canceled. So, Mm. so to think about creative ways for the playoffs, that seems like a conversation to be had when a season is guaranteed to come back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think they'll try to do games without any uh, attendance, any any fans? Yes, I can definitely see that in baseball and and basketball. If it gets if it gets so rough, they will definitely take every precaution and make sure each player is healthy like they'll probably do a test you know like five days beforehand and then they'll see whoever is healthy can play in the game but no fans at all which which still would be content for us sports sports fans at home it just is a bummer for all the people who want to see that in person but i think they'll do whatever it takes so i can definitely see them not having fans at the game well, for most baseball stadiums, that won't make much of a difference, I right. guess, uh, now, nowadays, unfortunately, uh, especially with how long the season is. But um, right. well, this was uh, this was a great conversation, Jacob. It's great yeah. to have you on and talk about your uh, your sports knowledge and, and to uh, chat about all that's going on, especially because I'm a little in the dark uh, at the moment with everything. But uh, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me, brother. It's been a pleasure. like more engagement of theology, culture, and discipleship from the two cities, you can find us on Facebook or visit us at our website at thetwocities.com.